Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Innovation Conversation. So today's podcast is just half an hour of us talking about innovation news and innovation insights that can help you increase the innovation in your organization. So without further ado, let's jump into it. Hello and welcome to the Innovation Conversation. Uh, so let's intro each person that's in the room today. Uh, we've got Grant Vernon. Say yeah, hi, hi everybody. Grant, Grant Vernon, co-founder of the Innovation Network, uh, Innovation Sprintmaster, and really excited to be here. Thanks, Connor. And we've got Chad, Chad Smith. Hi, I'm Chad Smith. I've also been working with Grant for about 10 years, uh, ex-architectural technologist and uh, lover of innovation. Awesome. And I'm Connor, the digital specialist here at uh, Innovation Network. So, um, uh, Grant, first of all, do you, do you want to just give us a rundown on, on what Innovation Network is and what we do? Amazing, Connor. Yes. Yeah, so we founded Innovation Network to help companies uh, embed a culture of innovation and embed uh, uh, foster, uh, innovate faster and more effectively. So we found that a lot of um, like the innovation tools are, are open source on the net. Uh, but people really struggled with a seamless end-to-end -end process to implement, uh, and that's our specialty. Uh, right around the world, from Asia to Europe to the States uh, to Africa. Um, yeah, really, really exciting. Awesome. And yeah, we, we've just set up this podcast because we have uh, we found that we've got so much conversation uh, going on that we just wanted to record it and, and put it out for you guys. So, um, shall we just jump into the, the first topic there, Grant? Yeah, absolutely. So, on the innovation news radar, we, we always try to keep up each week with what's going on in the world in terms of innovation. And today is a particularly interesting one from uh, Mr. Elon Musk, uh, close to Chad in my heart, being ex-South African. Um, he's done something crazy now. He wants to hook up uh, human brains directly to computer chips starting next year. So I knew Elon Musk in terms of Tesla, SpaceX, uh, and I hadn't seen this interesting startup he founded in 2016 called Neuralink. And the aim of Neuralink is almost like the, the opposite of AI, to embed computer chips into the human brain. Um, the, the goal of the company initially is to devise brain interfaces to help people with chronic medical conditions by using computer chips embedded into your brain. Uh, but I think it uh, could be an a, um, impact much greater than that, which is reminding me of one of those bad sci-fi uh, movies. But it's going to be interesting to see where they end up. So I thought that was super interesting because um, it's a part of Elon Musk's uh, business empire that I didn't know about. Uh, and the opposite to the buzzwords of AI and deep tech, it's human tech and organic tech, which is super, super cool. That's not surprising that Elon Musk has done something crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty Elon Musk sounding thing to do. <laughs> Yeah, um, awesome. and it could be disaster, computers and humans intertwined, but uh, who knows? It could be a horror movie, but hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I think I'm seeing this as uh, the beginning of uh, immortality, people uploading their consciousness onto uh, computers. <laughs> yeah, started, yeah. yeah, I better okay, get yeah. Morgan Freeman on the line. Uh, but uh, the company's name is Neuralink, Neuralink Corp. So if you're interested, Google Neuralink Corp. Oh, so um, it's a completely different company then from his... Yeah, yeah, it's uh, one of his startups, yes. Oh, uh, yeah. right. He's got um, so many. Worth a Google, hey? Yeah. And that, that's a, that was a cool one I saw on the radar this week, something interesting and out of the ordinary. Yeah, definitely. Um, do, do you want to move to the next one or, or do you want to talk about this one? Yeah. Around? No, that's great. Let's move on. 
Yeah, awesome. Okay. Uh, what's topic number two then, Grant? Oh, that is a good question, Connor. I'm using my new Miro board, so I'll be able to check and later on. Miro, our, our innovation collaboration tool, tool of this tool, week. Right? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk yeah. about that a bit later. Uh, very cool, very cool. So as I navigate my Miro board, um, I wanted to talk about an innovation topic of the week. So something interesting in corporate innovation. So our customers are mainly um, medium to large corporates wanting to innovate. Um, I'm always looking for new different things. And uh, I saw with interest this week, something happening at IBM. Now, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Kickstarter. So Kickstarter, those sort of crowdfunding platforms where uh, startups can actually launch and gain funding through a, a crowdfunding platform. So you, you guys seen that? Have you put any of your yeah. own money into Kickstarter? I uh, what's, no, the no. <laughs> <laughs> what's the I other part? What's the other part of the British one? Um, there's, I think there's one called crowdsourcing or something like that. Yeah. If that's what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chad, you'll have to put some money in at the end of this week then. Yeah. I just remember um, a games console called the, the Ouya, which was a colossal failure. And um, so, so Kickstarter is definitely a double-edged sword, I think. Oh, absolutely. I think that's money that you, you're ready to lose, but uh, cool, cool ideas to fund and collaborate. Um, we should do, we'll do a segment on Kickstarter and some interesting concepts coming out of that, how successful they are. So that's one for, for next yeah, week. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I saw an interesting one at IBM where IBM created an internal crowdfunding platform for their innovations. So one of the challenges um, customers and users always talk to us about is uh, getting funding to, to start an innovation idea uh, in a big corporate. It's really tough because there's set processes, set budgets. Yeah. And I really love this idea of um, a crowd platform within your company uh, where individuals or departments could put money into a pot uh, and invest in your innovation uh, in an early stage. Um, so very, very cool because anyone could pitch an idea and get started in a very, very small way to sort of test traction uh, and also quite a quick agile way to, to stimulate innovation, get people thinking about it. Uh, so I love that idea. Very yeah, great. definitely. So, so, so what kind of people would be actually putting their money forward then to, to, to for, so, uh, source that? So as I understand it, um, it's uh, departments within the business that could right. contribute seed money to, to researching and, and developing an idea. Um, but you could also do uh, absolute individuals, you know, and I don't know how you do it, but uh, where employees in a large company could, could contribute towards an innovation um, and perhaps even see an equity or return later on. How cool would that be? Right. Um, other than like a, a normal corporate strategy, which is yep. an innovation ideation platform. Like you might submit your idea a couple of months later, you might get some feedback. That's great. That's, that's really smart. Sort of using yeah. the, the Kickstarter format within an actual business. That's, that's really yeah. smart because if, yeah. if you, if you only get um, a little bit of, um, of, uh, resources sort of put towards it put your way if, if you sort of make a, a really agile good prototype then you could maybe get more resources within the company and it can be like a, a spreading sort of thing within your organization that's that's really absolutely cool. yeah and, and that's often the challenges uh, most innovation projects i mean depending on the tech involved i uh, don't need too much resource just to do that first bit of experiments some user testing maybe a minimum viable product or a very um, simple prototype and that would be an awesome way to do it. And, and you're right, as you get traction and you can prove um, that there's a real user need for it, you can hopefully access more funding and grow. Uh, all sort of... Also think, uh, yeah, okay. this, is, uh, 
I also think that this is an awesome way of creating a culture of innovation within the organization, which I think a lot of people struggle to do and getting everybody's input into that. I think that's an awesome, awesome idea. Yeah, absolutely. And can you imagine whether you're in the finance department or customer service, uh, you'd suddenly be thinking about the business and how to innovate. Um, and you're invested, you're a little stakeholder in this new concept. So um, yeah, definitely one of the biggest challenges in innovation is creating a culture of innovation. And I think that would like absolutely get the whole company focused on these things. That's really cool. Yeah, you have like a, an internal sort of uh, site where you, you put post these, these projects up. Um, and, and then, you know, the people could log onto the site and then invest resources that way. That, that'd be really cool. Definitely. Yeah. I definitely want to come back to you guys. I think that could be one for our listeners or us to go and test out and, and see if anyone bites. Yeah. yeah Are definitely. you thinking about putting money in Grant? <laughs> oh, come up with a platform. <laughs> I'll invest. We'll do our own crowds so crowdfunding. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. That sounds great. <laughs> Awesome. Shall we so, move so, on to the next so, topic then? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the next segment is an innovation of the week. And we love these uh, cool, funny innovation videos and uh, what people are doing. And this week's one is a robot sloth. <laughs> so we're sticking with an AI robotics theme this week, it looks like. But um, someone has invented what they call the sloth bot, um, which takes robotics. Um, and uh, this is a a robot that looks like a sloth and you'll know they're creatures that are really slow and lanky, uh, sit around in trees a lot um, and it moves around forests where there's ecosystems and biodiverse environments that need monitoring and protection and the sloth bot is an unintrusive way uh, to monitor an ecosystem and an environment and I would imagine it's got uh, cameras, uh, sensors for temperatures and other data that they want to collect uh, all in a cute, cuddly sloth bot that's unintrusively moving around the forest. So I love that uh, tech meets eco, uh, ecosystem preservation, yeah. conservation. conservation yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's really cool. Just to paint a picture for anyone listening, it, it's um, just a ro robotic looking, and it's a robot that looks exactly like a sloth. Um, and I th it looks like from the pictures that the, the camera is fixed to the eyes um, and it looks pretty cartoonish and it's just on a wire. Um, that I'm guess, guessing is, is hung between two trees. I'm, I'm guessing it, it just goes back and forth between that wire. Um, so yeah, it's a really cool looking innovation. Um, this one's quite close to my heart because I, I, um, I used a little Raspberry Pi, um, you know, those, those small computers, and I attached yeah. a small little uh, camera to it. And I, I'm a bit of a bird watcher, you can see from my mug. Uh, listeners won't be able to see that, but... Um, uh, Twitcher, yeah. Yep, Twitcher, yep. And, and I, um, I, I, I programmed it to actually take pictures um, when there's motion detected, when, when birds come onto the scene. So it's, it's super fun to do, but I, I can see how that would be really powerful. Um, cause my Nan actually told me I, I should, it's, it's just a lunchbox I use, but she told me that she, sh I, I should make it look like an actual bird, you know? So yeah, it's definitely. Oh, there's, there's, there's your own startup concept, Connor. We might put that <laughs> into our first crowdfunding platform. Hey, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think that could go huge. Um, I, I got my, uh, innovation idea for the week and I think this could exist, but how cool would this be? Lots of people are working from home because of the pandemic and everybody struggles with internet resource, right? So I'm often on a call with business people, but uh, the connection's slow because the kids are doing homework or YouTube yeah. or Minecraft. So imagine you had an app that could manage your house's broadband connection, prioritize your Zoom call when you got a call with your boss, but then you can dial it back 
when your kids are doing their karaoke YouTube songs later on. Um, I don't know if such a thing exists, but I, I reckon that's a, a million pound idea right there. That would be really interesting. So, so just distribute bandwidth based on how important the task is that you're doing. Yeah, and then who, I guess you're going to pay the bill, can control the bandwidth. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he's saying Minecraft isn't important, Grant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My son would agree with you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, sell, we sell a patch, which uh, uh, the anti to the app, where you can scale up your Minecraft bandwidth without your parents knowing. <laughs> <laughs> a paid extension for the kid yeah yeah and spend the pocket money on i like that yeah yeah <laughs> also, it's, a circular, it's a circular business model <laughs> <laughs> sorry I also see that it's really useful for other business applications so some people are um, logged into their wi-fi with uh, three or more uh, actual devices and uh, i think like a lot of people when they're on a zoom call for a meeting or a webinar they want most of their bandwidth going in that direction and not to say their mobile phone or something which i think would be awesome because my bandwidth isn't as big as i would want it and uh, i would definitely try to uh, funnel all of my bandwidth into a call well chad that's your job for next week's episode (laughs) see if this exists and if not we're going to kickstart a funded i reckon well, could, yeah. <laughs> imagine you're just starting a call with your boss or like a big webinar presentation and your phone starts to do an update or uh, Netflix, your smart TV does an update. Yeah, it could be a world of things. So I, I love this idea. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy to imagine because I'm not even sure if that would be software or, or a hardware piece of device, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It'd, it'd be really, uh, yeah, hard to imagine. But um, if it could be done, that'd be so cool. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, it, it happened um, here, guys. It's uh, 1225. <laughs> this is where it started. <laughs> Wouldn't it just not be named for it? Yeah. Okay. Do, do we copyright so the ideas on this podcast? Open source. Open source. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if someone makes that, email us and let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cool. yeah, girl, so, your job to put in the uh, patent application, though. <laughs> I'm just the ideas guy. Leave <laughs> <laughs> With the logistics. Yeah. Cool. Um, right, so we actually need to go back to the robot slot just to uh, give it some ratings. Because what we're going to start doing, guys, is um, we're going to start rating these based out of 10, um, average to scores. And then by the end of this podcast series, I suppose, I'm not sure how we're going to break them up. We can, we can declare a winner. Um, does that, that sound good to you guys? Yes, sounds good. Yeah, awesome. So going back to the robot sloth then, um, sim- right, so I, I thought we could rate it based on simplicity, um, cheapness, uh, impact, low effort, low tech, and creativity. So um, Grant, do, do you think those are good um, scalers, um, especially if, if you want to touch on low effort and low tech and if, if they're important or not? Yeah, so I'd say in terms of innovation KPIs, uh, uh, cheapness versus return we could have a think about simplicity is great impacts great low effort high impact is great um, and tech could be interesting so uh, let's start off with that and give it a creativity score and we'll adapt as we go uh, iteration yeah, so we'll iterate the scoring system as we <laughs> well yeah definitely yeah yeah it's yeah, first podcast guys so so prepare for some iterations <laughs> yeah yeah um cool so simplicity out of 10 what are we giving it um, I guess I guess it's it's fairly high tech for conservation, and I'm not an expert on what conservation um, sort of surveillance looks like, um, but it's neat, right? So I, I would say simplicity maybe a six. Yeah, I mean, um, if if we if we're assuming that the innovation is um, an actual camera 
that that was used to, to for conservation anyway and the actual innovation is the the sloth the the sort of uh, disguised yeah. nature of the sloth i think that that's a good way to look at it so definitely yeah six out of ten for that yeah yeah awesome sounds good so uh cheapness um value for well, money, you tell yeah. us connor what does the tech cost to build something oh. like that well i mean if we go off, bird off bot. Of the, this the bird bot, then get that yeah. down right so so the bird bot the beard bot, believe it or not, was was uh, forty quid. So, so what I made was yeah. was forty pounds. So, um, I I think if you get some nice, uh, you know, sort of designers on this, um, it, it would be quite a cheap innovation because um, I think you'd taken an existing piece of technology and you just sort of getting those molded plastic to and and paint you know painted molded plastic and disguising it as another creature. So, um, I think cheapness it would be probably be pretty cheap so um yeah. i'm thinking like an eight or a nine yeah. maybe uh yeah, yeah it would definitely cost something so maybe we'll go seven out of ten does that sound good uh, I'm, I'm on eight my on eight. eight what do you think Dad? Chad? you decide yeah i'm on eight um awesome. definitely sounds good to me cool so um impact how much impact do you think this has i think in terms of awareness and also something unintrusive to to um, like surveil an environment that's pretty, pretty cool versus a static camera or a mounted camera pod. Like, I love that. So I'm leaning towards a nine, guys. Is that too hard? Uh, we we don't know. That. We could... Sorry, go on, Chad. Uh, I will agree with that because there's an old scientific principle that says that whatever you actually observe, you end up changing in some way. And as people we've got to actually try and not impact the environment as much as uh, we can so i think anything that sort of mimics the nature around it sort of impacts it that much less so i'm, I'm with a, a a high eight or nine you know? yeah definitely i, I think we, maybe we save that 10 because we, we got some good innovation stuff yeah there. we got lots coming in yeah but um no i i definitely can echo what um, Chad said. I mean, being the twitcher that I am, I, I know the value of, of hiding in the bushes dead still, you know, it's, it's definitely <laughs> a key factor. So yeah, I, I could definitely see it being a nine out of 10. Uh, and we need to get the bird bots prototype on Kickstarter stats, guys. <laughs> Absolutely, don't forget definitely. that. No, that's, yeah, <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um, I'll cool, start so, the paperwork, Connor. You work on the <laughs> robotics, yes, uh, you think of more ideas to make it look nice. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Make it look pretty, Grant. <laughs> awesome. So we've got low effort now. Um, is it low effort? Um, hmm. It's probably not low effort. It's probably not low tech. Um, I don't know. Maybe we should become to ease. Uh, so, oh, change it to ease. Are we saying? I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. I th I think maybe yeah ease ease sounds better because um yeah yeah you're talking about um yeah ease any any build? innovation that's easy to make is is going to be highly effective you know uh, yeah. for your organisation so okay what was that Chad no go on now I was thinking um, sort of are we going to flesh that out to ease to build and ease to implement or how is it just going to be a straight ease. We, we might need to iterate that for the next episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I you get little cards, yeah. We've already got cheapness, so shall we say ease to implement for now? And then, yeah, yeah, awesome. So, ease to implement, mm -hmm. what, what were we thinking? 
Um, I'd love to see you guys. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking a good seven out of ten because yeah. um, there's it, it it wouldn't be the easiest thing to implement because you know um, there's existing cameras that I'm sure you could just buy in in, in uh, bulk and, and put up in trees. Um, so I'm thinking in terms of implementation that this would be pretty easy because I, I think you're just dressing up an existing piece of technology so so i'm thinking a seven out of ten what do you think chad i was thinking a six because surely there has to be some sort of programming involved in making it move and look like it is an actual animal so That's maybe true. a six yeah uh grant deciding vote what do you think seven or six i'm gonna go six let's go six, six. awesome sounds good we're gonna keep the bar low because there's lots more cool innovations yeah 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 cool so um low tech um I'm I'm thinking it's not as high tech as we think, just because it's mm -hmm. a camera. It, it is just um, a a camera on on a wire, and then the 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 part that makes it look like a sloth isn't actually tech. It's just it's how it's sort of dressed up. So yeah, um, as robotics go, it's not that complex. Yeah. So I'm I'm think I'm thinking seven out of ten, just because it, it is definitely tech. <laughs> we can agree yeah. on that. But um, I I think you can you can get a lot more technical innovations in this. So what do you guys think? Yeah. I'm, I'm done with that. Okay, yeah, yeah I, I can agree with that. Yeah, awesome. Okay, we'll put this out of ten then. And then creativity. So I, um, I, I think this is pretty creative, but I don't know what you yeah, guys think. Yeah, I, I love that. I think that's a nine, only because we don't know what ten will look like. But, uh, <laughs> how much you guys think? Should we give it, give it a nine? Yeah, I, I can go with the nine. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome, yeah. Cool. Yeah, okay, so we've got simplicity, 6 out of 10, cheapness, 8 out of 10, impact, 9 out of 10, ease to implement, 6 out of 10, low tech, 7 out of 10, creativity, 9 out of 10. Not bad. Yeah, Scores pretty yeah, high. Yeah. <laughs> we'll average the out those, those numbers later. And, uh... The sloth bot, guys. You heard it here first. And the bird bot is <laughs> coming soon to Kickstarter. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so uh, lightning round. Uh, the next topic: uh, innovation slash collaboration tool of the week. So, I thought we'd start off strong with this one, and we'll go with the one that we use probably the most. I think you guys agree is uh, Miro. Uh, so Miro free online whiteboard uh, collaboration tool. Um, so it's basically just you you open up a Miro board. Um, and you've got sticky notes, um, you can add text, you can add images, you can link those to make sort of, sort of spider diagrams, but we use it for absolutely everything. We think it's a great tool. Um, what do you guys think about Miro? Uh, uh, Miro changed my life. Um, it's really, really affordable, uh, it, especially with COVID-19, but even before that is a superb um, online collaboration tool. It's got a world of templates and the Miroverse. So no matter what you want to do, uh, agile, lean, startup strategy, sprints, you name it, there's something on the Miroverse for you. Um, and uh, post-it notes, bulk, uh, bulk post-it note uploads, uh, a world of features. So Miro, uh, definitely worth checking out. There are, there are other players and we'll take a look at them each week as new tools come out. Uh, but I, re I really fall in love with Miro. So, Miro.com worth going to take a look at. Definitely. And, and it opens up uh, gates for um, innovation, I'm guessing, Grant. Oh, yeah. Um, collaboration, capturing ideas, ideas management, uh, sprints, uh, you name it. Um, user journeys, journey mapping, um, a world of things you can do with it. Uh, absolutely superb. 
Definitely. Um, and we'll have to... Yeah, so no, I was gonna say we'll have to expand on those topics in later podcasts. Um, yeah, what yeah. can do, yeah, definitely, absolutely. Sprints, yeah, Chad, any thoughts on Miro? No, I, I'm a huge advocate for Miro, I will keep advocating Miro, and I think it's just an awesome way for teams to put ideas together in a really quick manner to um, force that innovation out of your team. And uh, mm. yeah, I'm definitely all for Miro, I think everything definitely. else has been said. Awesome. Good. Okay, so I think it's time to wrap up then, guys. Uh, oh, you forgot the creativity tip of the week, Connor. Oh, I did oh, forget about the creativity yeah, yeah. tip of the week. Have you got one for us, Grant? I do, I do. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorites, it's an oldie but a goodie, uh, is silent brainstorming. So if you ever tried to ideate with your team, you'll know that what normally happens is you have a few louder people in the room that dominate. You throw a few ideas out and then you discuss and debate and argue around one or two ideas if you're lucky. So often brainstorming ideation sessions can be uh, blocked and unproductive. Now, what a silent brainstorm does is uh, you set a timer, really important to have a timer. That could be a time timer from a design sprint or just a timer on your mobile phone, normally three to five minutes. So you set the timer for three to five minutes and individually, silently, and you get done an idea onto a post-it note and you aim to generate as many post-it notes as you can in three to five minutes. Once you've got all of those down, you'll generate as a team easily 20 to 50 ideas. You'll be amazed at the volume. There's no debate, no discussion. You're just ideating individually. And then once you've done that, you can group them together um, and do some voting to find the ones that you want to tackle. But uh, a quick five-minute process to do a lot of ideas very democratically in a very short space of time. I really like that. So, because um, you can always go back and, and review them later, can't you? So a silent brainstorm can, can never hurt. It, it just it just get allows everyone to have their say. So I really like that, Grant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. Yeah, so that's a simple simple one, an oldie but a goodie, a very, very effective. Definitely, yeah. Okay, so uh, now I think it's time to end it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, have you guys enjoyed the first podcast? Well, yeah, a lot of fun. I feel like I'm on uh, just uh, part-time radio. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, we'll see you in the next podcast, guys. Um, we'll upload this shortly. So, um, yeah, hope to see you next time. See, see you then. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Innovation Conversation. I really hope you enjoyed our first episode. If you want to reach out to us, then please go to innovationtrainingnetwork.com or email us at sales at innovationtrainingnetwork.com. I really hope to hear from you and stay tuned for the next episode.